Welcome to the Salvatry Show. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to the podcast and the YouTube channel for today's massive Friday, 10 games late for February 28th. But it's not the end of February, thanks to the leap year. We have one more day here, but... Before we exit the month, we'll get through this 10-game slate. Appreciate you all tuning in. Again, we had a nice little four-game slate last night where AD apparently busts at 40% or at 40 fantasy points, but ends up still producing enough at his 85% ownership that it doesn't really matter all that much, which is just the crazy part about it. But yeah, I'm excited to be here and break this down. Hopefully, you all are having a great end to your week and start to your weekend while you're listening to this. I hope you had a great week. And I thank you once again for being here and tuning in to another one of my videos. If you want to get in the end, into the raffle for a $20 giveaway, all you have to do weekly at this point is subscribe on one of the podcast platforms. You can unsubscribe and subscribe if you want. Uh, each one that you subscribe to on and follow on Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, SoundCloud, all of them, um, iTunes. Each one counts as one entry into that, so you can check that out as well. And then also um, you can check out uh, leaving a review or becoming a YouTube subscriber and hitting the notification bell get you entries. Uh, let me know in the comments, would you rather me give away a free month of Patreon, which is a $30 to $50 giveaway, I guess, or would you rather me give away that cash? It depends what people really want to see, and that's what I'll do. So you can check that out. Uh, Sound Vetry Show is the podcast. It'll be linked up down below the podcast page. And then also, we have a new sponsor, and I've been trying to get them to sponsor. I've been really trying to talk to them, I guess you can say, and see if there's a way that they can work with me and help out. Really, the community is what I want to do. I want to make sure, one, do my due diligence. It's a reputable company that has a good game and a solid user face on their website, and it's superdraft.io. All those boxes checked out, and then I wanted to make sure that they actually cared, right? They weren't just bringing me on as a partner, as a cash cow for them to me, just to just use my audience as just kind of a, a rope-a-doping in. And it seemed like they were very genuine, and they offered a $10 per sign-up using the promo code SAL, which is the biggest thing that I try to get when I have a partner, is some sort of benefit. Drafters has 100% deposit match up to 50, right? So they're giving us a free $10 sign up code and they said if that goes well we can do more promotions in the future so superdraft.io we're going to now have multipliers on these videos on my early interests and I'll, I'll probably add in the multipliers on the projections and what it is if you haven't heard of superdraft is instead of salary caps you get a multiplier so a guy who's at the top of the pricing like trey young today at ten thousand five hundred. He'll have just a 1x multiplier. So if he scores 50 points, it's 50 times that one, it's 50. But a guy who's a little bit lower, like potentially a Donovan Mitchell today, might have a 1.4x multiplier. So if he scores 50x it's or 50 points, it's not just the same 50 points. It's then times by an extra 40% on that 50 points. Um, it, there can be guys who are extreme values who end up being like Rondo last night, like a 1.8x or somewhere around that department goes for 30 fantasy points, and now he's scoring more than some of the, the James Hardens of the world's or Anthony Davis for specifically last night's slate. So check out superdraft.io. I'll link it up down below. It'll redirect you to Twitter because I can't put gambling links anymore, quote unquote gambling links in the description, but it'll redirect you to Twitter. It can take you over there. Or if you just want to go to superdraft.io, use the promo code SAL. Let them know you came for me. They'll give you 10 free dollars to play with. So with that all said, appreciate y'all being here. As always, I have Patreon exclusive projections for the NBA over on my Patreon with updated player pools and interests up until lock with the projections updated as well. Getting into it now with the injury news, Dwayne Devin is going to miss at least a couple more games. He's out with an elbow for Atlanta. Trey Young is questionable with an illness as he has played through some questionable tags as of late. I'm going to project him to play through it until we get other news today. And Damian Jones is questionable with an illness. The reason the Damian Jones news is actually important is if he's out, you're going to have Bruno Fernando, who started at the five in the last game, going to be at least in play against Brooklyn at a cheap price tag. And John Collins, you pick up more five minutes if they're going to be down yet another center since they shipped off Alex Len, Dwayne Demonsert, and now potentially Damian Jones is out. 
For Cleveland, Andre Drummond is out with a calf. This is going to impact Tristan Thompson the most, some Kevin Love just rebounding rate-wise, and maybe some Larry Nance as well. And then Alfonso McKinney is out once again with a foot injury. Keep in mind, Dante Exum is also out for an extended period of time for this team. In Dallas, Luka is questionable with a thumb injury. That's going to be extremely important for Christoph Porzingis' upside. He becomes like a 1.5 fantasy point per minute producer when there's no Luka Dantich on the court. It's going to be impactful for some of the other guards out there, as always, in a difficult matchup against Miami. For Detroit, Bruce Brown is going to be questionable with a knee. This will help Langston Galloway out probably the most. It seems like uh, you have a minutes limit for Derrick Rose of around 28 in place, so it shouldn't help him as much. But Langston Galloway, Sfai should see some bumps if Bruce Brown is indeed out. Kyle Korver is the only guy out for Milwaukee. Those 14 to 15 minutes a game for Kyle Korver should just pretty much be distributed through to now your Pat Connington's, your Paul or your your George Hills who's been playing around 20 to 24 minutes over the last couple of games since he's returned. Maybe a little bit of Wesley Matthews. Well, not anything major there. Alan Crabb also out for Minnesota today. Not anything major there. Just a personal matter. But big news here: torn meniscus for Kelly Oubre, 6400. I imagine he's not coming back this season. So um, that's not great for Kelly Oubre. You saw McCall Bridges get the big minutes at the three. You saw Darius Sarge play 30 plus minutes at the four. I imagine that continues. You get some Cam Johnson backing up the four, maybe a couple backup minutes at the three. So all three of those guys see the biggest bump. Darren Fox, who missed last night, is now questionable. I have him for tonight. You saw Corey Joseph get the start in his place, and that was the biggest um, just change based on the Aaron Fox uh, being out. You had Corey Joseph getting a a start buddy heel just getting more usage bogdan bogdanovich getting more usage but the issue for bogdan was only scored 24 fantasy points the issue was he was in foul trouble he had four personal fouls um, pretty much in the third quarter and he got pulled uh, the problem for Bogdan is, as I pull up his game chart and just the whole team's game chart, only played 28 minutes. More times than that, he's going to play 32. So he lost about four minutes of play, which probably finishes him closer to the 30 fantasy point mark than the 20 fantasy point mark. He only had 26 minutes for Buddy Heald, who in this game himself ended up picking four personal fouls up. Bogdan ended with five. So a lot of this team was in foul trouble. So it's so hard to see how many minutes they would have played. Bielitsa played 34 minutes. Barnes usually plays his 38. But the big thing of note was that Corey Joseph played 35 minutes and dropped 30 fantasy points. Right now, he's cheap yet again tonight. So if Darren Fox is out in a fine matchup against Memphis, they've been better defensively as of late, but mainly around the basket, not so much at the the perimeter, Corey Joseph, a player who might have benefited from Bogdan and Bunny Heel being in foul trouble, but still 35 minutes played is hard to ignore uh, from last night. You really didn't see much from Yogi Farrell, just 14 minutes off the bench. Kent Bazemore's minutes went back down to 18, so something to keep an eye on moving forward. Norman Powell is actually questionable today. He's been out for a while for Toronto against Charlotte. If he's in, it hurts OG Ananobi. It hurts your Terrence Davis off the bench. Marcus Gasol is out yet again, so that gives you Serge Ibaka, but Serge Ibaka is questionable with an E, our final injury to discuss. If Ibaka is in at 5,900 against Charlotte, that is a smash spot for him. I'll give him 30 minutes. He'll look fantastic in the mid-30s for fantasy points. If he's out, you have the situation where Chris Bouchard and Rondé Hollis-Jefferson immediately become very appealing. I would imagine Bouchard draws the start, uh, and then you can go from there. But for right now, I'm going to project it that Serge Ibaka is going to be in for this game and go from there. So that's the injury news for the 10-game slate as of right now. I'm going to also pull up, as we look at this, the early interests, where I have 21 players listed. And there's a new thing here, as you can see. Over my shoulder and behind me, I have the DraftKings salaries color-coded from the highest being just red because it's it's expensive. Um, but now we have Fantasy Draft on here and Super Draft. S-Draft means Super Draft. So I have the multipliers. So that one multiplier for Luca today means whatever amount of points he scores, you multiply it by one. 
But as you look down the list at the bottom, you see DeAnthony Melton, who started the last game and might start again at 4,400. Whatever points he scores, you multiply it by 1.8x. So you can play whoever you want. There's no salary constraints. It's just a matter of where you think the multipliers go. So again, that's the actual nice and refreshing thing about Superdraft. And having this chart up here with DraftKings, Fantasy Draft, and Superdraft allows you to reference each of them. Somebody might ask me to put FanDuel on here. I have no interest in playing on FanDuel. I will put the sites on here right now that I like playing on. That is Fantasy Draft, DraftKings, and now Superdraft. FanDuel, I do not like playing on. Uh, I do not like the fact that once my lineups lock, I cannot change players. It not only changes my my initial bankroll and upside um, for myself based on injury news, but everybody else's. You have to play just a different style in your head when other people are going to take risks probably every single time because people do that, and you might not at certain points. You're just letting yourself down on a lot of nights. Not a really not a great game situation and game theory that I want to be a part of. But at the top, Luka Doncic is the payup option that I prefer. If of course he's healthy, the matchup against Miami is of course concerning. But when Luka Doncic over the last month or so has just been averaging 1.7 fantasy points per minute, it's it's not as much concerning. In my opinion, if you want to take this to um, really the start of January, the start of the new year for Luca, and he's had some injury news in there, but it's been about a two month sample size at this point. You're seeing Luca Dantich right now is exactly a 1.7 fantasy point per minute producer in 600 minutes of play. You can look at every single thing for the guy, and obviously, we all know he's great. He just continues to be underpriced, dropped a 20.8 or 26 point triple double his last time out. Um, obviously track the injury news. If he is out, well, then I'll like Christoph Porzingis, his teammate, probably the most on the slate. Luca is having a 41.4% usage rate uh, over the last two months um, or assist percentage over the last two months. At this point, his usage rate should probably rival that though at 38.2. Absolutely unreal. I like him on uh, DraftKings. I think on Super Draft, or I think on Fantasy Draft, he's underpriced. Super Draft with just a 1x multiplier, never all that appealing for those guys unless they drop their 65 to 70 plus point days. Pascal Siakam um, at $8,500. I think in play. The matchup against Charlotte looks good. He's playing the big minutes and in fine matchups since he's been back from injury, he's looked good. The issue is just consistency of this offense at this point. But you have no Marcus Gasol. And if Abak is out, it's even better than for Siakam, who probably picks up some center minutes. Christoph Porzingis, a guy who, if Luka's out, probably becomes my favorite play on the slate. But even if he's not out, looks pretty appealing at 8400 That $15,400 price tag on Fantasy Draft is just screaming out as a the best play probably on the slate. 1.2 multiplier on Superdraft is okay for me. Kyle Lowry had a terrible game his last time out. I'm not waiting his one game over his past couple of years of data though. $8,100, going to get the minutes here. Again, against Charlotte, the concern for paying up for guys against Charlotte is obviously the pace of these games. So I wouldn't want two Toronto guys uh, at this upper tier in pricing in my lineup, but a lot of them look good because just of how bad Charlotte is on defense, but they're also a terribly paced team. DeAndre Ayton at 8,100 is the guy that I would go for in this 8K range of just picking one right now. Um, with the injury news, if Luka is out, it would be Porzingis. But Ayton continues to be underpriced here at 8,100. He's going to play 35 minutes. He's going to average somewhere around, and what he's been averaging as of late is like 1.3 fantasy points per minute. That's fantastic. And now you have a situation where Kelly Oubre is out. Not a guy who was taking up a ton of usage, but a very good rebounding three compared to who McCall Bridges is going to be while he's out there. You have Aiton at exactly 1.2 fantasy points per minute over the last two months at this point. That's obviously fantastic. If you're just trying to look at what his overall usage numbers are, they're not going to be great for a center, but they're actually not that terrible at 24.4%. That's better than a lot of guards in this league. Yes, I like Aiton a good amount. His $8,100 tag on DraftKings stands out. Uh, Fantasy draft at 15,400 stands out. Super draft 1.25, not as much. Donovan Mitchell at AK flat. I have him on here, but not as much for DraftKings. You can get there if you want. He's been hot over the last week, but I mean, he's hot and cold very, very frequently. The matchup against Washington, though, is why he's probably priced up at this point. He's a guy that I'm, I'm absolutely fine getting to because of the way that he just plays his game. Donovan Mitchell is a player who 
you're going to probably see he drives at this point um, around 30% of the time he finishes at the basket because he's a driver. He doesn't shoot as much from three, though, and that's his main issue. He shoots about 30% of the time, 32% of the time from three. That's one of the lower marks for a guard in the league, but at least he's driving, getting to the range, short, mid-range jump shots 30% of the time, at the basket 25% of the time. So there's higher upside there. The matchup is good for him. I like him the most on SuperDraft where he's a 1.45x multiplier. Jimmy Butler, 7,900. Bam is questionable, but should play in this one, um, leaning more towards probable. Jimmy Butler is 7,900. He looks fine. Uh, Devin Booker leads this team in usage still over the last two months. He continues to look absolutely fine. Uh, Devin Booker at this point over the last two months, a 31.2% usage rate. And then his assist percentage comes in at 30... Um, or at, at 24.6, 34.3 over the last two months for Ricky Rubio is absolutely outstanding. Uh, the big thing, though, is point-per-minute production. Booker's at 1.26 fantasy points per minute over the last, right now, two months. His 1.2x multiplier on Superdraft, I think, is actually appropriate, but that means that he's probably $300 to $400 underpriced on DraftKings. That's where I like him most. Brandon Ingram at 7,500. He got the price bump. He was in the 6K range for some odd reason, then drops 50. There's no reason why you can't do that again in a matchup against Cleveland where there's no drumming and Cleveland is just absolutely terrible on defense. Yeah, I like Brandon Ingram once again at 7,500. Maybe one of the best super draft plays in the day is Christian Wood. $7,200. He's going to keep getting the minutes. Again, there's no Markeith Morris on this team anymore as he is now in LA like you saw last night. $7,200 as the price point comes down, but the minutes stay stable and his production stays up in the high 30s. Christian Wood's great on any platform. 7,200 DraftKings. 13,500 in fantasy draft and 1.6x on super draft. I like that a lot. The issue is that if you're rostering him, um, it's going to obviously take up one of your big spots. So it's a little bit of opportunity cost there, but I do like Christian Wood at 1.6x on super draft. Fred Van Vliet's just fine. Nothing stands out a ton. Devante Graham at 6,400 price keeps coming down. He's been terrible since returning from the All-Star break, but right before the All-Star break, we know he got on a hot stretch. So 6,400, dealing with some sort of load management issues. I think he's okay here. I prefer him the most um, right now on DraftKings. The multiplier at 1.55 on SuperDraft is okay, but not really something that I'm, I'm trying to target all that much. Malik Beasley at 6,200 on DraftKings. Look, he's going to keep taking 20 shots tonight with D'Angelo Russell. He's going to keep playing 35 plus minutes. I'll have him at 36 tonight. At 6,200, he's just too cheap. Serge Ibaka at 5,900, if he plays, is one of the best center options on the entire slate. He looks like a, not lock by any means, but for 5,900, he'll grade out for like 33 fantasy points for me. That's really good. No Andre Drummond, so Tristan Thompson should play around 30 minutes in an extremely beneficial matchup in New Orleans. So if Serge Ibaka plays, Thompson's and Ibaka at both their 5K price points look really good in their matchup. So I don't know if you play both of them and take up both your center spots with that type of strategy, especially since Kristoff's on the slate, DeAndre Ayton's on the slate. It becomes a lot more difficult to do that. Um, Christian Wood's on the slate, but I do think they're two very strong 5K center options. Bogdan Bogdanovich is only in play for me at 5,200 against Memphis, if indeed I mean, he's in play either way, but only a guy that I really want to get to in this type of a video interest, if indeed you have no uh, De'Aaron Fox. His foul trouble last night lost about four to five minutes for him. So I'm not going to hold that against him. This is a player who can get hot. He looks great everywhere if there's no De'Aaron Fox again. 5,200 on DraftKings, 10-1 on Fantasy Draft, and a 1.8x multiplier on Super Draft is very appealing. PJ Washington and Mike Conley, both at 5,100. I'm going to have Washington around 31 minutes tonight. I'm going to have Mike Conley around 32 minutes. Conley just played 33 minutes in a game where people thought he was going to sit, but then it ended up being Joe Ingles who was sitting. Um, so I do like Mike Conley here with a 1.8x multiplier in Super Draft. Um, I think his best price point is probably 10k flat on Fantasy Draft, but 5100 on Mike Conley on DraftKings is, is completely fine. The matchup against Washington is going to be ideal. Darius Garland for value at 4600. You're going to get 33 to 35 minutes out of him. 
that's okay in a strong matchup against New Orleans. The Anthony Melton started in the last game, only played 23 minutes, ran into a little bit of foul trouble, but he's a 1.1 fantasy point per minute producer. I'd rather play Mike Conley and or Bogdan Bogdanovich if De'Aaron Fox is out on Superdraft at the 1.8x multiplier, but Melton at 1.8x on Superdraft is not necessarily completely out of play. You're just not getting anywhere near as many minutes. Conley and Bogdan should all both see around eight to 10 more minutes than Melton today on average. Bismack Biombo at 4,200 started the last game over Zeller, went for 30 plus fantasy points. He is $8,500 on fantasy draft, might not get there as much. He's center only. So again, it takes up a spot where Abaka, Tompkins, um, Aiton and Porzingis and all these guys can potentially play for you. So probably not a guy I have as much exposure to, but if you're looking for a cheaper value, he does stand out. I will say that I think DraftKings ended up today pricing this slate as good as they have in a while especially on the players who are, let's just say, $7,000 and above. It makes it more difficult. There's not a lot of value as of right now. Now it's a 10-game slate, so that can obviously change, but there's a lot more value today on Fantasy Draft. You can check them out if you want. And then also Super Draft, you don't have to worry about value. It's all about the multipliers. That's where your value comes in. So I do think Christian Wood stands out as a pretty good Super Draft play today and Bogdan Bogdanovich if you have no De'Aaron Fox. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, i also say Donovan Mitchell at 1.5x is interesting, um, but obviously check the injury news throughout the day. If you have any interest in signing up for Superdraft and playing on their multiplier, multiplier format, you can use the promo code SAL, that's S-A-L, over on their website. If you take the link down below in the description of this podcast and YouTube video, that will take you over there. Let them know that you came from me, but the promo code SAL gets you 10 free dollars of use. Appreciate it if you want to use that promo code. Appreciate it if you want to check out my Patreon exclusive content, also linked up down below. Projections will be out later this afternoon for the slate and updated up and throughout lock. Thanks so much for tuning into this video yet again. Hit that subscribe button on any podcast platform and YouTube that you're watching on right now. Thank you so much. Peace out, gang. I hope you enjoyed that podcast. And before you go, if I can get you to subscribe and follow the podcast, download a few if you wish. But if you enjoyed this podcast, if you could please subscribe, helps me out, helps support it. So thank you so much. And I will see you in the next one.